Hi, you are now listening to a sermon from Harvest Community Church in Hoffman Estates, Illinois. Today, you'll hear a sermon from Pastor Stan Yee. So without further ado, here he is. All right. Um, welcome to Harvest. Um, if, you're, if you're new here, um, my name is Stan. Um, it's my privilege to be one of the pastors here at Harvest. And, um, you know, I, it's just, it's a... Uh, it's so cool just to see everyone here, um, well, except for our youth group, but everyone here, both with the kids and the families and everything. And, uh, you know, for, for today, uh, I actually am going to do something a little bit different for the sermon, so just be prepared. So, so if you have your uh, bubble bottles, please hold on to them. Don't open them just yet. I know that's a temptation for some of the kids, maybe for some of the adults, but um, just hold on to them, and we'll, we'll get to that. In a little bit. Um, so, so for today, I'm, I'm continuing my series on Ephesians, and uh, you know, just to, as a, a quick recap, when we talked about Ephesians last, it was just the introduction to the letter, and really that first part of the letter, first three chapters, the Apostle Paul is really just trying to invite us in understanding who Jesus is and what that means for us, and just really revealing who Jesus is in our in our lives and in in reality. And uh, really, that, that focus of the first chapters, Paul is introducing this in the first part of these verses here in Ephesians chapter 1, 3 through 14. And so, I, you know, what's really interesting is this is in the, in the original language, uh, verses 3 through 14 is just one actually long sentence. Um, and so, in order to try to capture that, I'm just going to read for us those verses in the message version. So if you have that on your phones, you can follow along. I didn't want to put up on the screen because I just want us to hear his words uh, kind of written in a translation that's more of a paraphrase, just in our common vernacular. And so I'm just going to read, this is chapter, uh, Ephesians chapter 1, verses 3 through 14 from the Message Version. How blessed is God, and what a blessing he is. He's the Father of our Master Jesus Christ and takes us to the high places of blessing in him. Long before he laid down earth's foundations, he had us in mind, had us settled on us as the focus of his love, to be made whole and holy by his love. Long, long ago, he decided to adopt us into his family through Jesus Christ. What pleasure he took in planning this. He wanted us to enter into the celebration of his lavish gift-giving by the hand of his beloved son. Because of the sacrifice of the Messiah, his blood poured out on the altar of the cross. We're a free people, free of penalties and punishments chalked up by all our misdeeds. And not just barely free, either, abundantly free. He thought of everything, provided for everything we could possibly need, letting us in on the plans he took such delight in making. He set it all out before us in Christ, a long-range plan in which everything would be brought together and summed up in him, everything in the deepest heaven, everything on planet Earth. It is in Christ that we find out who we are and what we're living for. Long before we first heard of Christ and got our hopes up, he had his eye on us, had designs on us for glorious living, part of the overall purpose he is working out in everything and everyone. It is in Christ that you, once you heard the truth and believed it, this message of your salvation, 
found yourselves home free, signed, sealed, and delivered by the Holy Spirit. This down payment from God is the first installment of what's coming, a reminder that we'll get everything God has planned for us, a praising and glorious life. Amen. That's one sentence. Can you believe it? It's pretty crazy, that Apostle Paul. Man, so crazy. Anyways, <laughs> um, today, even though I, I read all that, I just actually want us to focus on one thing, just one thing only, that God has chosen us to be part of his story and wants us to live it out. That our story, even right now, in this room, our individual stories, is part of his story, and he wants us to live that out. And so before I get into the verses and talk a little bit more about that, there's this one concept that I really want us, or this idea that I want us to understand, and I'm going to call it big story, little story. Big story, little story. Sorry, I'm uh, trying to channel Dr. Seuss a little bit. But really what this idea is, is that there are, all of us have little stories, and then there's this big story. And so, you know, I'm going to show this image, and I want us to see if we know who this is. Who is this? Kids, do you guys know who this is? Iron Man, that's right, Iron Man. And uh, it's so amazing that Ebby was talking about, you know, when that, that song came out in 1994. When did this movie come out? This movie came out in 2008. 2008. I still remember watching this movie in theaters. That's 15 years ago. How many people here are younger than 15? Raise your hands. Oh, yeah. I see you guys. This movie is older than you are. <laughs> Sorry, that makes me feel really old. <laughs> but this movie came out 2008. And what's so crazy is that this movie is the first movie of 22 other movies that all sum up into one big story. And here it is. This is one big story. All these movies on the screen, except for the last movie. I couldn't find why uh, they don't have the last movie. But all these movies, and they finish with one movie called Endgame, and it tells this really big story called the Infinity Saga. And unfortunately, if you're younger than 15, you can't watch it right now. But when you get older, <laughs> definitely go back and watch, watch these movies. So good. It'll last you probably a week, but still really, really good. And so this is, the, this is the concept that I want us all to understand, that there are little stories, but they all, in God, in his sovereign plan, really knits all our stories, and especially those of us who have decided and believe and follow Jesus, into one big story, his story. And so in that big story, our story has three insights that Paul talks about in these verses. Three insights. And the first insight is this that our story and God's story has a reason. Our story and God's story has a reason. And, you know, and sometimes, you know, living life, especially for those of us that are older, uh, we lose sight of that. We lose sight that sometimes in just daily things that we have to do and taking care of the young ones and everything else, uh, we lose this bigger picture that there is a reason for our story. And Paul talks about this here in the first part of the verses, in verses 3 through 6. He says this, he says, Long, long ago, he decided to adopt us into his family through Jesus Christ. That God decided to adopt us into his family. 
And there's a lot there to unpack about adoption. I won't get into that. But what I want us to do see is that adoption happens for a reason. And that reason is this. This idea that God, when he blesses us, he really wants us then to bless others. That when God blesses us, he wants us to then bless others. And that word blessing, there's a lot to it. And I actually have a video that I'm going to show just in a minute to help us explain what that is. But really this idea that the reason that God has chosen us, the reason that he has adopted us, is there is a blessing in that. And that as he blesses us, he's really calling us to bless others. And really, if you read the whole Bible, it actually kind of has this whole story arc about that. And to help us understand that, we're going to show the video right now. hope that uh, video is helpful in understanding this theme throughout the Bible of blessing and curse. And really just wanting us to just begin to see that God, that he provides in so many abundant ways, sometimes it's hard for us to see. Um, you know, even, even today, such an amazing, beautiful day. Uh, here in Chicago, it's, it's always not that case. But that's, that's an abundant blessing. Or, or just even seeing our kids and just them hearing them play. I don't know. I, just, I, I feel this sense of God providing an abundance even in that and a blessing. And in that, that God invites us then, then to be a blessing to others because of what he's given us. And so our story and God's story has a reason. The next insight that I really see that Paul is really trying to give us here is that our story and God's story shows us who we are. That our story and God's story shows us who we are. And I'll just read the parts that I feel like really kind of point this out. The first part here in verses 7 through 10, Paul says, We're a free people, free of penalties and punishments chalked up by our misdeeds, and not just barely free, abundantly free. And then Paul also continues in this. He says this in verses 11, 12. In Christ, it is in Christ that we find out who we are and what we are living for. And I really feel like these two parts, as Paul talks about this, really highlights the sense of this is who we are. We are a free people. And in Christ, we actually find out who we are and what we're for. And I think, you know, sometimes when we think about the Christian life, we think about rules and don't, don't do this and, and do this and these kind of things. But there's something even greater than those things. So some of those things, like reading our Bibles and praying and learning, memorizing verses, those are helpful things. But there is something even greater that God calls us to. Each of us, individually, we each have a unique and individual story that God created us for. And he invites us to trust in him. And in him, we find out and discover who we really are and what we're really for. And so this morning, in order to help us do that, I have an activity for us. <laughs> and this is uh, something I'm going to try. I'm going to see how it goes. And if it doesn't go well, I'm not going to ever do it again. <laughs> so please, please, uh, you know, follow along and listen. So this has to do uh, with these bubble bottles. And so the reason why we're going to do this activity is because I actually experienced this at a pastor's retreat that I went on about two weeks ago. 
And at that retreat, a spiritual director, her name was Lacey Finn Bargo. And, you know, she's amazing speaker, amazing spiritual director. And she really invited all of us pastors into a play session with us bubbles. And she really encouraged us to say that in play, God allows us to sometimes discover who we truly are. It gives us space to be who we truly are. And so here, what I want us to do is we can, as we have these bottles, and unfortunately, if you're with a family, you only get one. We, <laughs> I, just, There's a lot of us here. But what I want us to do is, if you can, you can share this. And so right now, I'm just going to guide us into this activity. So first, let us be present and aware of the Spirit at this moment. Unleash your curiosity. If you're a kid or your inner child as an adult, look, touch, and smell this, this, this package, this bottle package. I'm going to smell. Hmm. Smells a little bit like bubble gum, a little bit. You can feel the soap in your fingers. I'm not going to do that because I don't want to get this messy. You know, what surfaces in your curiosity? Is there a conversation with God that's emerging? Perhaps it's been a long time since you played with bubbles. All right. Now, notice your breath. It's that little miracle that gives us life, right? If you don't breathe, you're not alive. (laughs) But notice your breath. It circulates through your body. In, out. It circulates among all living things, like plants and trees. When you sense an invitation from the Spirit, raise your bubble wand to your lips and let a breath out as you blow a bubble. Ah, oh, that didn't really work. <laughs> let, me, uh, let me get a bigger one. Ah. Oh. Okay. Well, mine's not working, but I can see. <laughs> yeah, I'm not. My breath isn't working right. But just feel free to blow some bubbles. Kids, you feel free to blow as many bubbles as you want. You know, and as we blow bubbles, notice the cooperation it takes between you and the soap to make a bubble. My, my soap is not cooperating with me this morning, but I see that many people are. Notice, like, play with that cooperation. Ask the Spirit to show you how this is like cooperating with God in some way. Are there circumstances in your life that you might benefit from what the Spirit offers? As you play with these bubbles, just notice that it takes, you know, your breath to blow in. Feel free to keep blowing. You know, you don't have to stop. <laughs> I, love, I love, too, how the kids just feel free, you know. I, and it was amazing in this room with the pastors. Like, it, you know, they, all of us had our individual bubbles, and it was just, you could see the, the kid-like fun again. So perhaps you have a specific gratitude, where do you carry that gratitude on your body? Blow that gratitude into the bubbles. 
Notice God's response. Perhaps you have a joy, a particular joy. Where do you carry that joy in your body? Blow that joy into the bubbles. Notice God's response. Perhaps you carry burdens. Maybe you carry them on your shoulders, in your clenched jaw, or curled up in your toes. Blow your burdens into those bubbles. Notice God's response. And perhaps you have a hurt, a particular hurt. Where do you carry that? Release that hurt into the bubbles. Notice God's response. Hmm. All right. So let's let's pause for a moment. You guys can keep you know like pause for a moment with the bubbles. We'll play with them a little bit later. <laughs> this is the part that's the experiment. See if I can rein everybody back in. But let's uh, let's let's put the bubble bu- bubbles down for a second, and uh, and let me let me just really lift up a short prayer. All right, let's let's pray together, guys. Let's pray. Just quiet for one moment. One moment, guys. One moment, and then you guys can blow on your bubbles a little bit more. Our Father. Into your capable, loving hands, I leave my gratitude, my joy, my burdens, and my hurt. Help me to trust you. Amen. Amen. One more. All right, last point, last point. I know that maybe I should have done that at the end because now the kids are going to, they're off to the races with the bubbles. But last point. Last insight, that our story and God's story has, gives us a future. It gives us a future. And we see Paul talking about this in verses 13 and 14. He says this, he says, this is down payment from God is the first installment of what's coming. And he's talking about the Holy Spirit. A reminder that we'll get everything God has promised for us, a praising and glorious life. And so I want us to remind us about this today, that not only is our story have a, has a reason in God's story, and not only do we discover who we truly are and what we're for in God's story, but it has a future. It has a future. And I think in today's world, like that's something that I feel like we don't hear a lot about. We always hear about how things are tough, how, especially as adults, like inflation is rising and all these other things. But really in God's story, there is still hope. There is still a future for us in store. And not only that, but that that future, we get to experience a taste of it today. That in all of us that follow Jesus, that truly believe in him, the Holy Spirit resides in us. God's very presence, God's very spirit resides in us and that we can experience true life in him through the Holy Spirit. And that's that first installment that Paul is talking about here.
And so, you know, I was thinking about this as I was, you know, walking my dog, and this is a shameless way to keep the kids engaged. <laughs> this is my dog. So, look, look at the dog. Don't play with the bubbles. Look at the dog. <laughs> Just kidding. Yeah, yes, this is him. And um, such a cute picture. Um, and so I was, you know, this was maybe a week or two ago when it was really cold and it got really warm. And as I was walking, I was like, wow, this is the ideal day. I get to walk outside, and maybe some of us get, will get to experience after service today an ideal day. And it's, it's so sunny. It's 70 degrees, and it was so warm. And I was like, man, I am looking forward to summer, right? I am looking forward to every day kind of being really nice and warm and hopefully not too hot and humid, but just nice. And we could walk my, my dog, Toby, outside. And I know for, for those of us that are in school, right, you guys are looking forward to summer. How many are looking forward to summer? Yeah? Yeah? No more classes. You guys don't have to go to school, ride that bus, right? And so I was thinking about that, and I was thinking how really that's a picture of the Holy Spirit residing us, that we get a taste and we get to look forward to the day when we are fully present with God every moment of every day. And how really, like, there's different things in life that help us look forward. But ultimately, God is inviting us to really cooperate with the Holy Spirit in our lives so that we would get a taste of what life is really about. More than, you know, taxes and going to class and going to work each day and, and, and doing all those things. Those are, some of those things are good, right? Going and learning and, you know, providing for the family. But life is so much more than just those things. That God has invited us through his Holy Spirit to something greater, a greater adventure through his Holy Spirit, through his presence, into his bigger story. And God has invited us each uniquely into that story. And so what I want us to do now is I want us to actually close our eyes I'm going to close with this. I'm going to close our eyes and use our imagination. And I know for some of us adults, that's hard to do. It's hard for me to do. But I want to close our eyes and use our imagination and picture an ideal day. What does an ideal day look like for you? What does it smell like? Who is with us? What are we doing? What does an ideal deal look like? And as we imagine that ideal day, I'd like us to invite God to imagine it with us. What does God think about our ideal day? What would he want us to keep? What would he want us to change? What does our day deal look like when we plan it together with God? And as we imagine that day, I want us to know that that day isn't far off. It's not something impossible. It's not something that will never happen. 
God wants us to experience an ideal, an ideal day with Him. When we believe and follow Jesus, God invites us to be part of His story. And when we become part of His story, we know that the blessings of those ideal days we can share with others because he has first blessed us. And we know that in that ideal day, we can be our truest selves. We can be free to play and have fun and be who God has created us to be, who we truly are in Christ. And we know that that ideal day is not the end. You know, when we have that ideal day, we want it never to end. And that's the future. That's the future that God has in store for us. An ideal day that never ends. Amazing. So let's spend a few more moments in that place, picturing the ideal day. And after a little bit, I'll close us in prayer. Thank you that you are the one who pursues us. That you are the one who gives us this gift of your Holy Spirit, a gift of life, a gift that we, when we trust in you, when we give our whole selves to you, that we can truly experience who we are and truly experience fun and joy and just amazing amazing joy. And Father, I pray for all of us here right now, um, from the youngest to the oldest, those that are having fun even now, and those of us that maybe are feeling distracted because we're trying to make sure that that fun isn't going out of control. But Father, in all of this, I pray that you would guide us into your presence and know that you are with us right now in this room that your Holy Spirit is inside of us and that your presence is with us right now. And Father, help us give whatever is on our hearts to you, whether we have joy and have had fun or whether we're carrying burdens or carrying hurts, help us give those things to you. All of ourselves to you. And Father, help us remember that one day we will have an ideal day with you. And we'll have a, even a taste of it even today or this coming week. But ultimately, we will be with you. And that's all we truly need to be truly who you've created us to be. Thank you. We pray these things in your son's name. Amen.
Thanks for listening to the sermon from Harvest Community Church. If you would like more information or have any questions or comments, check out our website at harvest-community.org. Thanks for listening.